Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the 10th episode of the For Anime Podcast, your one-stop shop for news on anime, games, and great discussions. I'm your host, Dallas, and I am so happy that we have made it to the 10th episode. We are 10 episodes strong, and I hope one day we can reach episode 10,000. So with that being said, let's roll the intro. Starting with some what's hot, we have Muyo and Roji's Brew of Supernatural Investigation is getting a season two. It will air between July 7th and the 15th in Japan. And the reason I say between those dates is because it'll air depending on the network on different days. And I'm not sure what the, the official date is for like the streaming services. So I'll just put July 7th through 15th. Um, and it will air on Funimation. It, they will stream season one dubbed and they will stream season two subbed. So the synopsis is basically a magic law expert, Toru Muyo and his assistant Jiro Kusano investigate supernatural instances and dole out justice. That's all they have on the site. So that's all I have for you guys. Uh, I've never seen it, it looks really cool. I might go check out season one, just so I can catch up on season two airing. So yeah, next we have Drop Idol Fruit Tart. It has been delayed from July until October. Um, a wannabe idol, former child actor, musician, and a model team up and move to Tokyo to form an idol group. At some point, their old dorm is in line to be demolished, so they enter the world of show business to save it. I'm not a fan of uh, idol animes like Idol 7 and uh, Goku Dolls and all that stuff, but this one looks pretty interesting. It looks pretty nice. I like the art style, so I might check it out. I'll probably watch a few episodes and see if I like it, and if I like it, I'll continue to watch it and eventually do a This Week I Watched on it. Next up, we have Monster Girl Doctor. It airs July 12th, and the synopsis for this one goes, A guy named Dr. Glenn runs a medical clinic for monster girls in a town that has monsters and humans coexisting. Looks like an ecchi. I watched this <clears throat> purely for the research, of course. Um, but seriously, I'm not a fan of ecchis, to be honest. I tried watching Ichizoku Reviewers a while ago, if you remember that episode, you guys. Um, and I, I, after episode three, I was done. I couldn't watch it. I don't like etchies for the sake of etchy. I like it if, if the etchy contributes to the, the comedy of it or the plot of it, then I'll watch it. But stuff that's just etchy just to throw some fan service in there, it's not my cup of tea. Next up, we have Lisa, um, you know, the singer for Crossing Field, SAO, and most SEO intros. And what you probably know her today is for singing the Gringa, I don't know how to pronounce that, but the opening for Demon Slayer and that's what this is about demon slayers um opening that lisa sings is the third most downloaded song in japan not the third most downloaded anime intro in japan not the third most downloaded song um for that that topic it's the third most downloaded song in japan that's pretty big that's pretty nice to know she really deserved it because she really put her heart and soul into singing that song i watched the full cover of her singing on youtube it's pretty nice next we have my teen comedy snafu the third and final season will air on July 9th. A key video along with the trailer was released and it will air on, on Amazon Prime Video. The name of the third and final season is My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu Fin. As in finished. Done. I haven't seen it, but it's not too high on my list to be honest, but I might check it out just to see what it's all about. I like the trailer. So that is all we have for what's hot. Sorry what's hot was kind of short this week, but that's really just because um, the, this week I watched was a little bit longer than normal so i decided to do some just quick rundown of what's been going on this week in anime 
all right so as you guys know from the episode two weeks ago i am still consuming danganronpa in its entirety so because i don't have a lot of time aside from playing danganronpa i decided to watch a movie instead that way i can still bring you guys a quality this week i watched so i'm really excited to do this the this week i watched because man i've been waiting to watch this movie for a while and now that i finally got to sit down and watch it i'm glad i did so it is called the night is short walk on girl it is a spiritual successor to one of my all-time favorite animes and that is Tatum galaxy if you've been watching this episode this uh, podcast since episode one if you've seen my discussions my youtube videos you guys know that i love Tatum galaxy it's, it's so unique it's very stylish and stylized and it's just it's a one-of-a-kind anime and the fact that they made a spiritual successor i've i've journeyed to call this a sequel i really think it, it could be a sequel technically you gotta see why in a little bit but yeah so i'm really excited to do this obviously so it is written by tamiko morimi which is the writer of tatsumi galaxy and is also directed by masaki yuasa the director of tatsumi galaxy so you can kind of see why it's a spiritual successor of tatsumi galaxy they got both the writer and the director to come and do this so um basically i'll give you guys a little synopsis of it it's a young girl we'll call her protag because in basic tatsumi galaxy fashion they don't name their characters or the main characters um she decides to go out on a night, a night on the city there she meets a cast of quite literally colorful individuals from there she goes on some many adventures from drinking games to school festivals and a lot more so there's so much that happens in this movie for a movie that's only an hour and a half or maybe like an hour 45 minutes it so much happens she goes on a school festival a drinking game she goes to a used bookstore outside big bookstore thing uh towards the, the latter half of the movie it turns into a, a musical which i'm not mad at it was the the, the singing parts are great this is future that was coming in here real quick to interrupt me so I didn't touch on the, the musical portion of the movie that much i just want to say that it came out of nowhere i was not expecting it and i am so glad they put that in there because like for a good maybe 20 minutes straight they focused on this thing where they they called it i think a gorilla performance or something where the characters would at the school festival the characters would run to a stall that wasn't very very popular and they would they would steal the parts like break it down and they use those parts to build up a makeshift on the go stage and perform a quick five minute play and then you know they were they were singing singing it was like a musical about one of the characters who couldn't find their lost love or whatever um and then there was a huge plot twist, twist at the end of this little mini arc but yeah the the singing the songs are really really great and one of the characters i don't remember they gave her a name but the basically the stage director girl the one with the red hair she her song was great she probably had the best singing out of all the characters there but you know the it was awesome i love that part probably my second favorite portion of the movie but yeah uh take it away past me just so much happens in this span of the movie and literally in every single portion of the movie you're like what is going on and not, not in like a bad way like i don't understand what's going on more like a there is so much craziness that's going on in this anime or this movie at any given time it's like i'm just overwhelmed with everything and then you know it, it's great <laughs> i love this anime i'm, I'm slightly biased i love Tatsumi galaxy but even if i didn't this anime would still be really high on my list of just quality anime movies now some things that i liked about it 
are the art style. The art style was very colorful, very eccentric. It was unique and very reminiscent of Tatsumi Galaxy. Like almost like if you were to put this in Tatsumi Galaxy in the middle of the season, I wouldn't question if it was part of the actual anime because they look, the art style is almost one for one exactly the same. And the crazy thing is, aside from being directed by the same director and written by the same writer, the most of the staff actually returned to work on this project even though it's done by a different studio so it's pretty cool now aside from the art style i also really love the animation it was very fluid very bouncy and it really just perfectly matched the art style of the anime it was it didn't feel like it was out of place sometimes when you have an anime it looks good the animation might not be there it, it looked like both the art style and the an animation were given their proper amount of care and love now, aside from the looks of it, let's talk about some of the characters and the plot and things like that. So the characters were very rememberable, memorable. Um, each character had their own personality and they felt unique. Although the movie is only an hour and a half, each character feels like they have an adequate amount of screen time. Um, each like there's a, there's like the drunk pervert dude in the bar. There's there the the overlord guy named rihaku who everybody's really scared of for some reason he's like a lone shark and just like all the characters in between they're just amazing they all have like backstory they all have stories they all have motivations for the reason they're doing the things they're doing and it just it feels like you're on a journey with these characters rather than you're watching it and aside from the characters that are movie exclusive we also have some characters from the actual anime tatsumi galaxy that show up again um if you guys watch tatsumi galaxy then you know Higuchi, the guy with the big chin, um, who sits at the, the ramen shop that talks to our protagonist in Tatsumi Galaxy, he returns and he's a main character in this movie as well, as well as Hanuki, the drunk dentist girl who appeared later in that anime. And then we have uh, quick like cameos from Johnny, which is the metaphorical libido of the male character, and then Jogasaki, which was the bully dude with a weird doll fetish. Um, so if you have some characters that came back from Tatsumi Galaxy that showed up again, that's kind of why I could say I could see this as kind of like a sequel. It's clearly in the same universe as Tatsumi Galaxy, and it even has Tatsumi Galaxy references like plastered throughout the series. There's a kid in the bookstore who's called the God of the Used Bookstore, and he looks like when I when he first appeared, I thought he was uh, Ozu from Tatsumi Galaxy. He looks dead like Ozu. Um, and then you have you can if you watch the scene where they're in the library talking to the uh, executive student council president or I think that's the name director you can see scenes from the series on the monitors in the background of the library so they're just like all kinds of like Tatsumi Galaxy fan service not like like boob shots fan service but like um just things that like references and easter eggs that you're like oh wow you know I know where that's from and it felt really good things I don't like this is gonna be really short because there wasn't anything that I didn't like about this. This, I gave it a 10 out of 10 on my anime list, so I love this. But I will say um, from an objective standpoint, the speed at which they talk can be a turnoff for some new folks. I like it personally. Um, it's really, it has its own, its own little charm to it. But I usually tell people when I, um, I recommend Tatsumi Galaxy or this movie that these are shows for people who have mastered their Sharingan and their abilities to read subtitles pretty quickly and keep up with what's going on on screen. Like, I like to kind of tier anime watchers, right? When you're a new anime watcher, you're level one. 
you know, you kind of got to either look at the subtitles or look at the screen, but usually not both. So those are the level one anime watchers. Then you got the level three anime watchers, which are like the, I can look at the screen and read the animal, or the animal, the anime subtitles in my peripheral vision. And those are level three anime watchers. Then you got the level five anime watcher, like the top tier. I can look at the screen. I can read the subtitles in like two seconds and, and just be able to absorb everything that's going on in the screen. And that's kind of where you got to be to watch Tatum Galaxy or The Night is Short Walk On Girl. Because these subtitles go by so fast. They're quick. Like in a blink of the eye, you would have missed three paragraphs. I'm not even exaggerating. Ask anybody who's seen Tatum Galaxy. They'll tell you the same thing. So those are just some things that, not things that I didn't like, but things that I could see would be a turnoff for somebody coming into this who are new to the series or new to anime in general. You might wanna wait till you kinda of get comfortable reading subtitles. And if you like dubs, you don't like reading subtitles, well, unfortunately, there isn't a dub for the series. And I feel like a dub for the series wouldn't do it justice. There's a few anime I feel like that with, and this is one of them. So my verdict is, my personal score is a 10 out of 10, obviously, I just said that. But being objective, I, get, I still give it a high score. I got a nine and a half out of 10, only taking marks away for the speed of which the subtitles go by. Now, unfortunately, um, this anime is not, or this movie is not available to watch anywhere if you're subscribed to streaming service. However, if you have Amazon Prime Video, you can rent it for like, or I think you can buy it for like $2.99 and watch it. It's not terrible, $3. It's much cheaper than if you were to go like Walmart or FYE or Hot Topic or something and pick it up. So yeah, Night is Short Walk on Girl. Definitely give it a watch, even if you don't like Talking Galaxy. Subject matter for this week is anime movies. Now, I just got done watching an anime movie like you guys heard in the This Week I Watched. So I thought, hmm, why don't people talk about anime movies? Like there's a lot of them. They're pretty good. They have a higher budget than anime series. But yet you never hear people talk about them aside from like, my hero heroes rising and dragon ball super broly what about the the other ones the other anime movies like you know you got um weathering with you silent boys promare summer wars um black fox i did a hot shot review on my twitter about that one uh night is short walk on girl there's plenty of anime movies out there that I feel like are worthy of discussion yet I never hear anyone say yo did you see that new uh promare it was pretty good like no one ever talks about it so I thought I'd just you know talk about some anime movies I'm not really doing reviews or anything like that on them right now in this episode but I just want to I just wanted to say like hey guys let's talk about some anime movies because there's a lot of good ones out there my top three anime movies that I've seen recently this is my top three of all time Cause I've seen a lot of anime movies, but these are just my top three that I found enjoyable that I've watched pretty recently in the last couple years. So the one that I watched pretty recently, like about a year ago was Mary and the Witch's Flower. It's created by, I wanna say Studio Panak. Now they're a relatively new studio, but wait, that don't mean they don't put out bangers. Now Studio Panak is basically made up of people from Studio Ghibli who, or Ghibli, however you want to pronounce it, that came and started their own studio in same Ghibli fashion. And, the, and when you watch Mary and the Witch's Flower, it gives off such a Studio Ghibli vibe that when I first watched it, I, I was 
so surprised when I got to the end credits and I didn't see Studio Ghibli's name anywhere there. So, Mary Witch Flower is pretty good. Um, it's got your basic, you know, girl who, normal girl or kid who finds themselves in this strange new world, strange new creatures, strange environment, and things happen. And, you know, Studio Ghibli formula is there. Pretty good. I will watch it. I did watch it. I loved it. Next up is Summer Wars. Now, I'm kind of conflicted about Summer Wars. It was good, but it wasn't good. What I mean by that is that it was promoted as like this action film. Like, cause all, in all the promotional videos I saw for it, it had like this uh, like CG bunny fighting this other guy in like cyberspace or something. And then you watch the actual movie and there's barely a lot of that. And there's, there's more of a lot of uh, this guy that is weird <laughs> i have to do this week i watched to fully give it uh its proper credit but yeah basically there's a guy who likes this girl and this girl basically says hey i need you to come with me to my family's house and pretend to be my fiance and so he goes with her there and then he finds out that family is weird it's a weird family and then at some point the internet like the Facebook of this anime basically gets taken over and hacked and then they frame him for it and then everybody hates him and a lot of stuff happens. The story was good, but it just, it came off iffy to me. But the reason I put it in top three because I really liked the way it was produced. It, very nice animation and art style. Very nice, uh, simple plot that you could follow. It looked nice. I just didn't like the way it was promoted and the way it didn't meet my expectations, but that's not to say it wasn't a good movie. And the number one is Black Fox. Um, I'm pretty sure I've talked about Black Fox somewhere on one of my channels or Twitter or somewhere, but Black Fox is like, if you took the Avengers and made it into an anime, it's kind of how, how it is. That's all I really want to talk about this week. I know I kept it kind of short and it was kind of broken up, but that's all I really had to talk about with anime movies. So with that being said, I appreciate you guys once again getting to the end of this episode. Um, thank you guys again for watching. Make sure you guys follow me on social media at the Fro Anime Podcast on Instagram, at Fro Anime on Twitter, and you can find me on YouTube at the Fro Anime Podcast. So check out my content. I hope you guys have a great day.